0: I had decided this month that the focus would be, greater is coming. Each week I chose a sticker for my planner that reflected what I've been carrying and the hope that I've been anchored to. On the monthly spread, I dropped a sticker that said, filled with faith. And as I look back over my word for the year, which is deeply rooted in discipline, I've been asking God to fill me up and show me what that actually means. And throughout the year, he's been taking me through each of the words in that phrase. We started with what it meant to be rooted. Within that space, we looked at what Being rooted is, and it's actually being centered and grounded. Um, All Bible based, all scripture. Um, And we kind of put a stake in the ground there, but then kind of wandered in the perimeter of it, but still coming back to, and this is what it means to be rooted. We did the same for what it means to be deep, what it means to be deeply. Uh, what it means to be in, And, and and literally God just broke up that phrase so that I couldn't question anymore, not that I've arrived or that his goal was to cause me to arrive, but he didn't want me left in a lack of understanding because he does not author confusion. And my my foundational verse for that, there are several verses that he's given me, but my foundational verse for that has been Deuteronomy 6, 4 through 6. To love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength. And he's been showing me in the different areas of my life, spirit, soul, body, finances, and relationships of how I get to love him more intentionally, being deeply rooted in the disciplines that he's teaching me. And fast forward to this month, asking him to fill me with faith. And he took me back to the verse that I started this work in fitness as a ministry and it's Ephesians 3 16 that says that I pray I get on my knees and I pray that God would fill you with this glorious inner strength so that you might know just the depth of God's love and I'm paraphrasing it but that you would know out of the depth of God's love, like how deep and how wide his love for you is, that that would be the strength that keeps you rooted. But that you're not doing it by yourself and that you're not in it by yourself or for yourself, but that you're surrounded by this body of Christ. And it says that you would know with all the saints how deep and how wide his love is for you. And then it goes on to say now to him who is able to do exceedingly and abundantly above all more than we could ask or think. And he keeps bringing me back to this is what it means for you to be deeply rooted. And this is the understanding of discipline. It comes from this inner, inner conviction that then outwardly produces a life that is disciplined because of the love that God has for you. So I come back to this month of asking him to fill me with faith. And there's another sticker on the facing page that says, bloom with grace. Wherever he has planted you, wherever your roots grow deep, that wherever you grow and however you grow, it has to be with grace as your favor. It's not performance. It's not perfection. It's not competition or comparison. It's not trying to look yourself in the mirror and that becomes your why. And I pause there to say that when you look in the mirror, if that is your why, it's because you see the reflection of the God who made you you see the reflection of God himself, the imago Dei image of God, that you are embodying the love that he is. And so you want your life to be a reflection of his promises and a reflection of his patience and a reflection of his kindness and a reflection of his grace, his gentleness, long-suffering. That when we look in the mirror, if that is our why, it's because we have surrendered our life to living a life in the spirit, the Holy Spirit. And whatever fruit is produced from that, it is a byproduct of that discipline. Each week I pulled a, pulled out a scripture that I wanted to focus on so that my days would be intentional and my time and my commitments, and my yeses, and my noes, and my even my uncertainty. Because y'all right now, we're living in so much uncertainty and so much loss. I've been telling so many people, I'm holding life right now open-handed. Not because I don't want to set goals or because I don't have dreams or ambitions, but because I don't want him prying my fingers off of it. I only want to hold what he asks me to hold. And if he says just tend to it, then we tend to it. But I don't want to have a closed fist on something that he's asking me to give him. So each week I've laid down stickers just to make the journal, to make my planner look more appealing rather than just a blank slate. So it could give me um, just a, a jump off point of where, where my week could potentially go, but still giving full permission to God, knowing that he's still helping me to understand what it means to be deeply rooted in discipline. And so the first week, the scripture that he gave me is Psalm 121 to my help comes from the Lord and on the facing page I have let joy be your compass but here's the reason I came to you today because each week has a scripture that is attached to some of the things that I've been carrying for this last year potentially two years because 2020 is still in us the first confession. I am weak. And my anchor, Psalm 6835, you are strong. My next confession, this is impossible. And my anchor, Luke 1827, all things are possible. That verse goes on to say in Christ. My next confession, this is too hard. My anchor, 2 Corinthians 12, 19, my grace is sufficient. My next confession, I'm too tired. And my anchor, Matthew eleven twenty eight 28 through 30, I will give you rest. Y'all, emotions are an indicator to what's actually happening in our minds and in our bodies, which is why I shared these confessions with you. When we decide to disregard those feelings, we forfeit the opportunity to be covered by God's promises. If you don't know that you need something, you will pass on the offer when it's presented to you. Most of us don't wanna sit with our feelings and some of us are all up in our feelings and some of us are shaming people for being human and having feelings and the rest of us are so sick of feeling that we've grown cold and cynical and judgmental and hyper-religious and we commit to the false sense of security of simply ignoring our feelings and adopting a mirage of positive affirmations, trying to fake it till we make it. Y'all, let's just stop. The grief that most of us are carrying around has tried its best to own us and while we need to let it take up space, we need to be willing to sit with it and get honest about how we're really doing. Consider what is a truth in your life right now and consider the truth in your life right now. A truth in my life right now is There are a lot of things that are heavy and hard. The truth.
1: God is teaching me how to give him what I can't control. And how to trust him with all of it. Satan would love to make us fix our eyes on a truth and try to convince us that it is the truth. Yes, you get to look at it. But don't hinge your hope hope, on the fact that it's temporary. That it doesn't get the final word. And it doesn't get to decide the fate of your life I know, I know that I know, that I know, that I know that Jesus will fix everything. So until it's not fixed, I'm gonna adjust my focus to see his face and to hear his voice over the noise. Friend, I pray that you will get well soon.